Radio. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. <laughs> Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 389. The 389th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. The final order cutoffs due by this weekend, uh, or FOCs if you're from the streets. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got the last video up. You know, that was cool. Um, but for some reason, the podcast didn't upload so i apologize for that there will be a gap between 387 and 389 it seems but uh what are you gonna do huh um well you know what uh, i'll tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna we're just we're, we're, we're gonna we're not gonna think about the past it's about the future in this episode uh lots of good books this week there really is so if you're a speculator and you're tuning in for the first time this could be that podcast that you've been searching oh so hard for this is uh, i designed this podcast because it's the podcast i was searching for just saying but uh you know let's just let's get down to it but first we're going this is the cheers to comics podcast sometimes i'm just gonna take a shot of tequila first so uh let's do this all right we're gonna switch over here Mm -hmm. uh to this no to this Nope, not to this. Oh, it's my first day, everybody. How did it do that? Is it like that? There it is. All right. Sorry about that. We're going to start out with the stuff that's in previews or also known as Diamond. So it's pretty much everything except for um, DC. But we're going to start out with the Indies. And you know what? I'm going to do Cheers to Comics first. I'm going to talk about Xenoscope. I've never talked about Xenoscope before, but it's been on my radar recently, not for the sake of speculation, but there's this lady that I know that is actually into Grim Fairy Tales, so now I'm, I don't know, I've always just completely overlooked it, and it looks like that's, uh, that's what we have here. What do we got? Issue number, you know what? I gotta put on my glasses. That's what I gotta do. 
All right. Uh, issue number 65? No, first, first we have Bell Annual. Let's just, I'm going to zoom in on a couple of these covers here. So you can see, I mean, this is why people collect Grim Fairy Tale books. Just the cover art. I don't know if anyone's actually ever read one. Um, if you have. <laughs> so what is this? Uh, so yeah, Grim Fairy Tales number 65, the A cover there. And I mean, I'm not going to go through all these covers because Xenoscope stays afloat. Bam. Never said those words together before. Um, lots of covers though. Just just pick your poison. What are you into? Is that, is that a Momoko? It's watercolors. Nope, Jeff Spokes. Yeah, no. Zooming in, that's definitely not Momoko. Because it's good. <laughs> uh, Alright, and then we've got Oz Return of the Wicked Witch, number one. You know how they like to go all up into that universe. So there you go, there's some Xenoscope books for you. Uh, I think we're going to scoot up to Scout now. And from Scout, due to be ordered by Sunday, September 11th, we have Aza the Barbed, number two. A couple covers there, and then we've got Code 45, number four. And then we've also got, what is that, Snow White Zombie Apocalypse, Reign of the Blood-Covered King. That sounds pretty dope. Huh. See, you know, just a gnarly title can sell you. It doesn't even always take a cover all right from scout we're gonna see what's popping off at oni press this week we've got letter 44 25th anniversary 25th anniversary of oni press is that what's going on no yeah son of a bitch well i'm not gonna do another shop for you but uh <laughs> is that charles soul right in this fucking a man doing an oni press book that's cool. See, this is something that's not going to be like a huge speculative book, but it'll age real nice. Real nice. 25 years from now on the 50th anniversary, if Oni Press could stay up... I mean, if you can make it 25, you can make it 50, right? It's, that, it's the, really the first 10 years, I think. Um, until that's a valiant. <laughs> Rick and Morty Crisis on C137. Stephanie Phillips writing this one. All right. That's number three, actually, in the series. couple of covers there. It's your Oni Press. Uh, from Oni Press. Wow. A lot of scrolling now. What's happening to all these? Where are all the indies? Oh, there's AWA. Okay. Uh, year Zero. Volume Zero. Number one. See, now, Volume Zero, that's, that's where it gets confusing. But there you go. Uh, Mike Diodoto, man, just a beast. I love his covers, I really do. Um, from AWA, da -da 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 -da. Aftershock, nothing, Oof. nothing from Aftershock this week. How about a blaze? Nothing, nothing from a blaze this week. How about boom? From boom. We've got The Approach, number one. Gotta love a boom, number one, right? Let's see what this one's about. Jeremy Hahn, Jason A. Hurley, Jesus Ervas. There we go. In uh, this turbulent new horror miniseries from writers, do -do 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 -do, a storm is coming that's bringing more than bad weather. When an airport employee's Mac and... When airport employee's 
Mac and Abigail find themselves snowed in after a blizzard. They witness a terrible plane crash. After pulling a survivor from the wreckage, they realize a terrifying truth. This plane... Oh, I lost my place. <laughs> there, well, there's something... Well, no, there it is. It's missing. It's been missing for 27 years. Well, shit. And then it goes on some more, but nightmares and all of that good stuff. So a horror mini. I know Jeremy Hahn has chops, so I'm into it. A couple covers to choose from there. Uh, Basilisk, number 12. Got a couple covers there. What is this? House of Slaughter pack? Number one pack. All right. All right. 40 bucks. Okay. I think it's six issues. It's a good price. Good price. I think it's a little too early to be doing this, though. What was who? Uh, Once in Future waited until, what, like 30 issues, I think? Something like that to do it? Uh, we've got Magic the Gathering, number 19. Couple covers there. And the second printing of the first appearance of the Death Ranger in Power Rangers Unlimited, Death Ranger. So get all up into that, man. Just a little bit from Boom this week, but... Yeah. Uh, how about... Do I dare check Dynamite? Oh, yeah, we've got Garbage Pail Kids Origins. You know, this could be fun. Let's see what this is about. Hans Rodinoff? Roddy enough? What the fuck is that? Um, Adam F. Goldberg, Jeff Zapata. All right. Oh, Adam Goldberg. That Adam Goldberg. Yeah? Is that, is that the same one from the, the Goldbergs? I don't know. Uh, this all-new GPK comic book event is a badass sprawling superhero epic we not only learn how our garbage pail kid heroes came to be but we also reveal to the world that adam bomb and his gang of good guys were instrumental in the outcome of world war ii and the fate of humanity well there you go all right some garbage pail kids action going on there a few covers to choose from as per Dynamite standards. God, that's a lot. We got Nick's number 10, bunch of covers there. All right, what's Siren's Gate? This is a number one out of Dynamite. Let's see what this is all about. Shannon Mayer, all the way through. Art and wow. All right. Da, da, da. Well, hold on. They're, they're just introducing the shit out of this artist. Anyway, Tara. An aspiring writer has never thought of herself as anyone special. For better or worse, all that is about to change. When a mysterious young man extends an unexpected invitation, Tara is awed at the opportunity to meet with her literary idol, Lady Rose. This unique encounter sparks a series of events, forever thrusting her into a world of unimaginable, of the unimaginable, the University of Unimaginable. So there you go. Uh, was it sci-fi dark fiction? Not just dark fiction. Where do they get sci-fi from? Cool. There's a number one. What else have we got? What's sweet candy? Ooh, what is sweet candy? From Suzanne Cafiero. And I had a Fiero. And Jeff Zorno. It's sugar, ice, and you better be nice. Why the fuck does that thing keep popping up? Sweetie Candy Vigilante is a honey-dipped, dark, human-infused horror fantasy that tells the tale of Sweetie, an ethereal, beautiful, charming, well-meaning 
yet unquestionably unhinged, blood relative of the mythological Candyman. Oh, shit. You know, that dude that takes sunrise and sprinkles it with dew? Mm, oh, not that Candyman. Yeah, that guy. Dis <laughs> confused? <laughs> Dismayed by the blight and decay of her community, Sweetie is hell-bent on encanting a blood cake sugar-coated manifesto on society by society by utilizing her otherworldly powers and proprietary family secrets in her quest to make the world a sweeter place. Mm hmm. I'm into it. That sounds fun. What is this, dynamite? Oh, shit. See, this is... You just get that intuition sometimes. It's like, dynamite's about to be good. I'm gonna read Sweetie. Um, I am. How many covers? Do I dare count? Only four? Oh, there's an A, B, C, and G. So there's a D, an E, and an F that's probably going to come out next week. We got Unbreakable Red Sonia, number one, Dynamite, You Devils. Jim's up writing it. Uh, Giovanni Valletta and Lucio Perillo on the A cover there. So there you go. Another Red Sonia, number one, coming in hot. And lots of covers. Lots and lots and lots of covers. Uh, from Dynamite, we're going to see what IDW's batting around here. Uh, crashing, number two few covers there gi joe real american hero number 299 that's almost 300 yeah uh sonic the hedgehog scrapnik island number one hmm hmm daniel barnes jack lawrence this is dark and stormy night. Harsh rain from an unnatural storm fell upon Sonic the Hedgehog and Miles Tails Prower as they flew above the sea in the tornado. Mm. The tornado is capitalized. Is it like a, a, a thing? Like I don't know. Um, obviously, it's a thing. Anyway, lightning strikes causing the plane to spiral downward into, downward into a crash landing on an uncharted island. Hmm. What Sonic and Tails will soon learn is that the island is no island at all, but a floating the floating remains of the Death Egg. Scrapped, rusted, and malfunctioning badniks call this plane home. Mm -hmm. Will they survive? I don't know. We'll find out, man. We'll find out. Uh, we got a one-shot here from the best of Transformers. It's Grimlock, baby. Uh, we've got True Cult number three. Few covers there. I picked up number one, but I haven't read it yet. But it's kind of what I'm doing with these indies now. I'm waiting for two or three issues to come out and really get a yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Horse from Dark Horse, we've got Avatar Adapt or Die number six. Uh, just the one cover that's yet to be revealed. And we've got British Paranormal Society Time Out of Mind. Is this Carla Nappy? No. Who was I thinking of? I don't know. It's Mike Mignola, though. So there you go. Uh, Jenny Zero, Chapter 2, Number 4, wrapping up on its little second second volume of the mini-series there. What's this? Leonide Vampire Miracle at Crow's Head. It's a one-shot. Uh, more Mignola. Hmm. All right. All right. Rochelle Argano. All right. A small coastal village is home to normal people living in quiet and simple lives until a shipwreck brings a small coffin and its smaller occupant into their midst. 
What begins as a miracle soon takes a turn toward the horrible in the, this ghostly tale from celebrated hell. There you go. It's a horror story. Uh, one couple covers there. Mind Management Bootleg number four wrapping up there on this fourth issue in the miniseries. What's Shock Shot? Did I miss number one? I clearly missed number one. Colin Bunn. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I did miss number one. God damn it. See, this is why, this is the downside to not having a diamond account and only a penguin account. It's because I can't get these other indies. I have to go through my local comic book store to get them. And it's not really cost efficient to buy them in bulk. So, you know, I, I miss shit because I'm not thinking about orders when I'm placing that order. Because I don't get Dark Horse through Penguin or Lunar. Not yet. We'll see. Maybe one day. Uh, Survival Street number three. Oh, fuck. I've got number one I still need to read. I forgot about this one. It's in my pile. I just got to make a dent in the goddamn pile. See if I, look at the meme. Look at the meme. If it'll ever fucking load, what is going on here? Let's see if I can get it to pop. I am. Get fired up about the environment. Me. <laughs> Elma. Elmo. Never going to do that again. That almost hurt my throat. To, yeah. All right. From Dark Horse, let's see what Image is all about. Wrapping up the indies. We've got three keys. Number one. An image number one, people. Uh, David Messina, all the way through. Writing and doodling. Mm -hmm. On solo artist. All right. Did the inhibit inhabitants of another dimension flee into our reality to save themselves from the terrible wrath of the great old ones or to help prepare for a final devastating invasion and what if humanity's only chance against the great old ones is an impetuous mischievous young woman and her sardonic furry and surprisingly violent mentor okay so I'm getting a little bit of a was it Beastmaster? No, not Beast Beast King. Beast Fuck. You know what I'm talking about. Um and then Invincible. You know what I'm talking about. And then I kinda is it like a Spencer and Locke type of vibe too? I don't know. Notice how I say Spencer and Locke and not Calvin and Hobbes. Mm-hmm. Shout out David Pepos. Alright, so it's a five-parter, so it's a mini-series. Doesn't have as much speculative potential, but we all know that, you know, that doesn't, that's not a surefire miss. Uh, we'll just have to see. We'll have to see what uh, Messina is all about. We got Dark Ride, number one. Oh, the number ones are coming in hot this week. Oh, and it's Joshua Williamson and Andre Brisson, Adriana Lucas. Why does this thing keep popping up? Uh, welcome to the scariest place on Earth. Devil Land has been the world's premier horror-themed amusement park for over 50 years. Home to the scariest ride ever created. The Devil's Do? Why is it always in a question mark? A question, I mean. But when lifelong fan Owen Seasons begins his first day on the job, he will discover the true horrors happening behind the scenes. The truth about the park's exclusive creator, Arthur Dante. <laughs> See what you're doing there. And that the job of his dreams might just be a living nightmare. 
Joshua freaking Williamson. I like it. I'm into it. I really like that cover too. You know, it almost puts off Daniel Warren Johnson types of almost. I mean, not even almost, but kind of like in the same universe, but like five or six planets away. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe what if you were watching on YouTube and you could see the live stream. Did I mention that I'm live streaming this right now? I might not have. Yeah. Live streaming it. And then the podcast will go up the morning after. How many covers we got on Dark Ride here? One, two, three, four. All right. Uh, Dead Lucky number three, due to be ordered by Sunday, September 11th. We've got Golden Rage number three. That's a little five-parter right in the middle there. Um, there are some image first coming out this week. We've got Farmhand number one, Gideon Falls number one, Hellcop number one. A little early for Hellcop, but all right. Uh, Ice Cream Man number one. That one could do well. Was that like the third printing of that? Why is that one red? Oh, never mind. Doesn't matter. Uh, the Marked number one, Neo Noir number one. Got another number one for you, but it ain't an image first. I mean, it is an image first, but it's not one of them. You know, one of them. Uh, Junkyard Joe from the world of Gaiga. Remember Junkyard Joe? He popped up in the 80 page special there. Lots of covers here. Are they all in black and white? Yeah, no, it looks like most of them are in black and white, the with the exception of the A and the B. Oh, I see what they're doing here. There's a color version of everything, and then there's a, a black and white version of everything. Uh, is that a fucking... Uh, an action figure variant? Well, kind of. I mean, it is, but not, not really one that fits the... Oh, man, does it... I don't know. I might have to pick it up. <laughs> I likes my action figure variants. Uh, Kaya number one. Kaya. Wes Craig. Look at all these writer artists just doing it all. Just fucking just Thanos and fuck it. I'll do it myself. Uh, Jam packed series premiere with 31 gorgeous story pages plus bonus material and Jack Kirby inspired, inspired variant. What the fuck? Why is that in the. Whatever. After the destruction of their village, a young girl with a magic arm and a fighting spirit is tasked with delivering her little brother to a faraway safe haven. There, he's destined to discover the secret to overthrowing the all-powerful empire that destroyed their home. Alright. Doesn't say it's a miniseries. So, I mean, could be something to this one, people. It's going to be on my radar for sure. Oh, I see that Jack Kirby variant. I see you. All right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's nowhere near Kirby, but I could see the, 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 the yeah. Uh, King Spawn number 15 out this week. Couple of badass covers there. Randall, Keen on the B. Uh, Lego Ninjago, Garma, get in number five. Couple covers there. Ordinary Gods, number nine. We got Revolvers, number one. This is a four-pada. Let's do that. John Zer Platten. And what a name. And Christian Debari. And Simon Go. All right. I think the only name I recognize there is Simon Go. Hampton Wales, a Detroit homicide detective, finds himself trapped in a mysterious and violent reality only to find himself dead 
<laughs> while attempting to solve a seemingly average and routine homicide. Did a fucking gnat fly up my nose? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I sound, do I sound like Bobo from the Howard, <laughs> Howard Stern show? <laughs> Confronted by an immortal tormentor known as Lepitten, or Lepitten, the python. Ah, I see him. Uh, it must be Spanish. Hampton begins a dark and twisted quest to find out why and how he died. To do so, he must face off against a legion of gun-toting deceased revolvers within the mortuarium. Did I get that word right? A hellish version of purgatory. Hampton will need to kill, kill, to kill of be killed. To have, well, it's in quotes too. To kill of be killed, to have enough time to unravel his demise and discover it was by his own hand, someone else, or something more sinister. Discover if it was by. See, this is a poorly written editors. Editors. Mm. Um, poor editing in the description or not. Yeah, that sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, Rogue Sun number seven due to be ordered by Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ticks his blood. Number 18. Couple of covers there. Time Before Time already on 17. 17th issue already? That's just crazy. Uh, Undiscovered Country, number 21. Couple of covers there. Walking Dead Deluxe, number 48. Couple of covers there. Few covers. Oh, there's a Julian Titino Tedesco cover that I do not have an image for. If it'll ever fucking pull up. Well, you might automatically want to pick that up just because, you know, when you tell people who, who, who drew it, you could be like, hey, Julian Titino Tedesco, because it's fun to say. Because it's fun to say. Is that all the indies? That's all the indies. I'll be. How about Marvel? Let's see what the farts happening with Marvel. Here, let me look at my little uh, my notes here. What's going on in my notes? All right, get it all ready. Uh, All Out Avengers, number two. Mm -hmm. I haven't read the first one, but yeah. Amazing Fantasy, number 1000, is getting a second printing. There Apparently a new character popped up in the, the, the first story, but I don't know much about it. I haven't really seen the, the book taking off or anything like that, but yeah, there's a second printing. It's probably going to be much lower than the first, so take that with a grain of salt. Amazing Spider-Man number 11. Now, the return of the Hobgoblin. I'm, I'm hearing little, uh, little birdies chirp that there could be a new version of the Hobgoblin. Hence the return. I don't know. But I feel like they're, they're going to be... I don't know. I, I, they're really trying to expand Spidey's rogues gallery, it feels. And, and that... Uh, with them doing the, the Goblin Queen and even the Red Goblin, it wouldn't surprise me if they started fucking around with Hobgoblin and all that shit. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. A uh, few covers. And you got your Miracle Man cover, your Gomez cover. Uh, Avengers, X-Men, Eternals, Death to the Mutants, wrapping up the third issue in that little mini-series tie-in, tie-in mini-series. Uh, a few covers there. AXE Eternals number one. Once again, connecting to the whole AXE event. There's a connecting variant in there from La Roca. Um, 
Iron Fist, Iron Fist is getting a tie-in as well to AXC. Come on, guys. Come on. Uh, Black Panther number 10. Now, this is one I would definitely keep a lookout for. Uh, Buffalo Soldier, this is, uh, he, he cameoed in number 9. Uh, he's in the on the cover of number 10. So if I were a gambling man, I'd say that he first appears in here. But he's a villain. So, yeah. And he, honestly, I'm sorry. Uh, this guy just does not seem like a Black Panther type of villain. You know? Buffalo Soldier. He's a little fucking pew-pew with his 18-inch pistols. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but, fuck. It is a first cover appearance. So, there's that. You never know what kind of arc they're going to get. You never know. Uh, let's see. There's a B cover as well and a Miracle Man variant. Captain Marvel number 42. It looks like this is also tying into AXE. All right. Uh, whoa, is that Jeff the Land Shark? It is a Jeff the Land Shark. <sighs> I'm so fucking into it. Oh, and, uh, oh, god damn it. What's his name? Flarkle? I don't know. The weird cat tentacle thing. The thing that looks like something that someone may have potentially jerked off to. If you're into that kind of thing. Uh, Captain Marvel number. Oh, yeah, no, still that. Um, Miracle Man variant. There you go. Lots of Miracle Man variants. They're really pumping this up. Daredevil number four, couple covers there, few covers actually. Looks like Fantastic Four is tying into uh, AXE as well. See, this 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 is difficult. All right, so David Pepos is now taking over Fantastic Four once again. Shout out to this dude. Um, he he's I'm so glad he's breaking into Marvel and the way he is. Like he's coming in hot. And he gets Fantastic Four and Savage Avengers. Come on, but he's got to he's got to come in with a tie-in issue, uh, a tie-in arc. I don't know, man. That's that's, that's doing him dirty. But I don't, you know, it's, think of all the scripts he has to read before he even begins to write his first issue of Fantastic Four. You know, granted, it's not like he's getting the number one. He's taking on Dan Slott's forty-five issue run, so. Yeah, but oh, that's tough, man. That's tough to do to a. Well, I guess he's not a new writer. He's been doing it long enough. He's a big boy. He's got this. He's got this. Just have empathy for that type of situation. Yeah. Um. Gambit number four. They're bringing in all types of new characters with this series. So just. This one has potential, but that game's variant featuring Rogue is sweet. Ah, uh, kind of has like an anime face though. That I'm not into zoomed in. Everything else about it's so cool, but straight up looks like Art Germ just drew the face because you know he's got all the same faces. Uh, Janice Vell, Captain Marvel on issue number four. All right, this is one that once again it's a first appearance of a villain. But he looks like a total freaking badass, man. Ghost Rider number seven. Uh, what's his name? Exhaust. Let me just double check that. And what a cool name, too, by the way. 
Sweet name. Oh, dude, where the fuck did the thing go? There, Jesus. <laughs> Exhaust, yeah. And there's an, I don't know who's doing the exclusive, but was it Cal New? Fuck, who was it? There, there's a badass exclusive variant, and I think it's the first cover appearance of him, too. So, yeah, it is. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Just Google, you know what? Let's see here. Ghost Rider number seven exclusive. I put an exhaust. E-X-H-A-U-S-T. Bam. Spelling like a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, was it Kyle Holtz? It is Kyle Holtz. That was my second guess. Let's find it here. Oh, you dirty rat. Oh, that's so badass. That is so badass. Character design, man. I mean, that's why Batman Who Laughs probably, you know, continues to be a thing. It's just because... It's a badass character design. That and they did revolve like a whole lot of arcs around him. But yeah. Ghost Rider also getting other variants as well. There's a amazing Spider-Man Beyond variant and a Wolf variant. That one's pretty cool. Zoom in on that. It's a lot of lines. I bet that was fun to draw. Such a cool but simple concept. I mean, there's really not a lot of simplicity to it. But the idea... Yeah, badass. Model X-Men number seven, obviously tying into that event, that event. Legion of X number six, tying into that event. Namor, the Submariner. Conquered Shores, number one. All right. Pumping up the whole Namor. Christopher Cantwell, Pascal Ferry. Let's see here. A century into the future, not much land remains on Earth. Whoa. Combination of a worsening climate and a devastating war with the Kree has left the surface of the planet mostly inhospitable with an ever dwindling population population of air breathers and profound lack of superheroes to protect them. Enter Namor. Mm -hmm. Sweet. All right. I mean, uh, uh, interesting concept. So he just rules the world now. Neat. Few covers to choose from there. Punisher War Journal Brother number one. So, ooh, this is a fucking name for that ass. Toron Grunbeck. Maybe not. Maybe not that hard after all. And Rafael Pimentel doing the art on this one. Old friends die hard. Lady Bullseye failed. Lord Deathstrike failed. Every assassin sent to kill Frank fails. The leaders of the underworld, crime bosses, heads of terrorist organization, organizations, and even a corrupt government or two come together to solve the growing problem of Frank Castle. Sharing intel, resources, and money, a collective underworld puts out a contract to kill Frank. Eligible for anyone, assassins and mercenaries, or small-town crooks. The news ripples through the shadows of the world. $500 million to the person who takes down the Punisher. But there's one face from his past. Who's in this hunt for more than money? All right. Well, who could that be? Possible first appearance? I don't know, man. But a Punisher number one, it's probably not going to be hard to sell for you shops listening out there. So, yeah. Sticking with that logo, I see. Naturally. 
Uh, some sweet covers. Uh, Star Wars number twenty-eight. I like that A cover. I like Luke's. I like a Luke yellow lightsaber. All right. Fucking Charles Soulman. Why am I not reading Star Wars? I should be reading it just because. I mean, I'm collecting it. I have all of the issues. I just. I haven't. I don't really read it, but I should be because it's Charles Soul. Who's on the action figure variant here? Rune Huckle. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing all of those guys. I see. Uh, Star Wars High Republic number one relaunch, and we do have a first appearance here. Uh, it would be what was that? Vildar Mac. So yeah, there it is. Jedi Vildar Mac. All right, continuing on, continuing on with the the High Republic series. I don't understand why they. I mean, I do fucking business speaking, but couldn't you just made issue number seventeen or whatever it was? I don't know. Uh, well, I okay. So, being that I don't have an image for the B cover, this very well could be a first cover appearance, Mike McCone cover there. Uh, I can't say for sure, though. I don't have the image, but yeah. And there's a, a Phil Noto C cover as well. What is Star Wars Visions? It, okay. What? With all the elements. Okay, so it's Japanese Star Wars from Takashi Ozaki. 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 All right. You know, this could actually, hmm, this could be something neat. Because it doesn't look like it's manga. It just looks like a fucking Japanese samurai with a lightsaber. That's amazing. Oh my god, that B cover. That is freaking cool. I like it. I mean, it's messy, but at the same time, dope. Uh, Venom number 11. Is there something happening in Venom? Oh, yeah, first full sleeper agent. Oh, shit. Sleeper. All right. After the explosive revelations of Venom number 10, the third terrifying arc of Venom begins in explosive fashion with Dylan Brock at the mercy of Bedlam. But where is Dylan's father? The original Venom. All right. Uh, yeah, that A cover, though. You know, that's your cover right there, first sleeper agent. Oh my god, that Raposa variant, though. Fuck. Is that the first F-bomb I dropped? That's weird. Um, I'm going to say it again. Fuck. That is sweet, man. That'll sell. You, you won't be able to keep that on your shelves. Order 50. I dare ya. Double dog dare ya. Wakanda, number one. Mm-hmm. The Black Panther is no longer welcome in Wakanda. What kind of shit is this? Who is the proud nation without its king? These exciting new miniseries and this exciting new miniseries answers that question as each issue spotlights a different fan favorite. All right. First up, Shuri proves that being without the Black Panther doesn't mean Wakanda is without a hero to protect it. Sweet. Right on, man. Right on. A few covers there. There's an art germ variant featuring Killmonger. Well, shit. 
Look at you, Art Germ. I like it. I like bunch of covers, actually. Wolverine number 25. Ooh, that's a ah, sweet covers all around, man. Even the Miracle Man variant. Like, I mean, I don't, like, even the Miracle Man variant. Like, it should suck, but yeah. I dig it. I dig it. And wrapping up Marvel, due to be ordered by Sunday. By Sunday. X-Force number 32. And how about that Omega Red variant? Who did this cover? Who did this? Joshua Kassara. Rad. Oh, versus Craven. Nice. Oh, that's right, because Craven's hunting the... That's right. I dig it. I dig it. So those that's all the stuff that is going to be ordered through preview this week. But we're going to head on over to DC. And I got to say, it is a thick DC week. Um, so thick, in fact, that I got to prepare. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a little tequila in the glass. Only fill it up a little bit of the way. Never mind. All the way. Mm-hmm. 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 Sorry. Batman. Batman. Number 128. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any notes on this, so let's just uh, let's see what's going on in the description. Oh, more failsafe. That's all I need to say. You know what? I thought there was something to this, like a new costume. For maybe this is something different. I think I'm wrong on that. Never mind. Oh, that Delato variant, bro. That is freaking cool. I like that a lot. I mean, it's Delato, so it's going to be good, but uh, that's badass. And the Matina doing a failsafe variant. I like that. I like the skull. I'm digging failsafe, man. I'm digging it. Uh, there's a 1 in 25. Jock's on the 1 in 50. Gillian Marsh gets a cover. That's pretty badass. I don't like it a lot, man. Uh, Batman Nightwatch number two, due to be ordered by Sunday, September 11th. Uh, Urban Legends of the Batman sort. Batman Urban Legends number 20. This is the first appearance of the Murder Club. So, you know, take that for what you will. But, you know, I'm, I'm oh, dude, that fucking bat. I'm just now seeing that's Batman who laughs on there. See, back to being relevant again. Who's doing this? Jim Zub, Joey Esposito, Chris Barnum, Nadia Shamans, Max Dunbar, Sergio Acuna, Chris Barnum. Friggin' A, man. I don't like it. How many covers we got here? Jorge Corona on the fucking B cover. Oh, yeah, that tequila shot. F-bombs are coming, baby. <laughs> See Edwin Galman on the C cover? Let's click on that. I love a good just... That's fucking Batman cover. I like it. Uh, Black Adam and the Justice Society Files of Dr. Fate. Number one. It's just a one shot. Look at Pierce Brosnan. All up on that B cover. Oh, goddamn. You James Bond looking motherfucker. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. I know there was something to this one. 
Mm-hmm. No. Maybe. Is this number five? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. So apparently there's a possible death of a Justice League member. Let's see what it says here. Uh, yeah. One member of the Justice League could be lost forever. I mean, it's possible, but it could also be someone they're like, hey, Kite Man, you want to be on the Justice League? And then, bam, that's it. I, I mean, it's because that's how you market a book, you know? You got to throw on the old curver. Curver? Oh, man, that Mateus Manahaniani cover is pretty neat. Oh, there's a casket there, people. There's a casket. Let's see. Let's see who's not on the cover, though. They're going to kill Martian Manhunter. Yep. That's what they're going to do. They're going to kill Martian Manhunter. They're tired of his alien ass. The one in 25 is pretty awesome. Let's get in on that. Well, whose head is that? That's not Martian Manhunter's head. That's a sweet cover. I mean, I'm not going to order 25 to get it, but it's a sweet cover. There's a 1 in 50 on this as well. Jesus Christ. A 1 in 100? Oh. Alright. Oh, and it keeps going. What the fuck? Trading card format? Oh, those are pretty neat. I'm not going to lie. But not well formatted. I like the idea. Alright, this, this one. This, this could be big. It could be. Dark Crisis, The Deadly Green, number one. It's just a one-shot, but it's apparently, what is it, Mega Swamp Thing? Super Swamp Thing? I think it's Super Swamp Thing. What the fuck? Yeah, first appearance of the Super Swamp Thing. So take, I mean, oh, I thought that was a Miracle Man variant for sure. I'm like, you're taking it too far. No, I don't know who, is that Super? Oh, it's Superman. <laughs> oh, great covers, man. I love these covers. All of these are so awesome. Jeez, the one that one in 25 foil is gonna be wow, that is gonna be amazing. All shiny like that. I mean, it's gorgeous, not foil. Wow, wow. Uh, deceased war of the undead gods number three, Tommy Taylor just doing his thing. Lots of covers here. Oh, but I, I, I see what you're doing with the whole uh, X-Men thing. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Spawn just do that? As a matter of fact, they absolutely just did that. Uh, DC's Terrors Through Time, number one. It's just a one-shot featuring a bunch of, you know, horror DC stories. But that, oh, man. I like that Steve Beach variant. Is he? He's the one that did the fucking foil, too, huh? Yeah. Beach coming in hot this week. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, one in 25 on that. Flashpoint Beyond number six wrapping up. Something happens in this, I think. Nope. It, no, not in my notes, at least. It could, but yeah, nothing that's leaked at all. Gotham City Year One. So, who's doing this? Tom King. Oh, well, that 
That can be interesting. It is the origin of Gotham City. I would imagine there's some first appearances that pop up in this, but at the same time, I mean, I doubt it's anyone that's, uh, I don't know, like in the current timeline. But still, an interesting con concept. I'm not sure I would trust many people, or I, I would, well, let me rephrase that. There's not many writers out there that I'd be like, all right, uh, I'm, I'll, I'll do that. But Tom King, he's just got a way of, it's an interesting take, man. He's always got an interesting take on things, so I'm, I'm for it. I am. A few covers on that one, including a 1 in 25. Uh, what is this? Just curious, because that's a sweet cover. Who's? I don't know who this publisher is. Oh, it's got to be Ahoy. Is it? I'm thinking Ahoy. But, um, yeah, Highball, number two. It's a cool cover. Makes me want to... All right, man. I'm going to have to track down a number one there. You have my interest. Uh, all right, so this is one that... I don't know if it's like a huge one to speculate on as far as character or, you know, new characters or anything like that. But Matthew Rosenberg is bringing back the Joker, another series. I think it's a, I think it's going to be a maxi series. I want to say a 12 parter. It could just be a six parter, but it's continuing from uh, tiny onions um, Joker run, you know, but naturally there's got to be a one shot, but this is, it's, it's got to be a mini series just because it's the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. Number one, fucking mouthful of a title like that. That can't go on forever, right? Uh, <laughs> what am I kidding? No series goes on forever. I don't know. Batman's at like what, 130 now. It's a lot. 120, maybe one. No, I don't know. Um, I should know. I just said it. So let's let's see what this is all about here. The world once again holds its breath as the Joker strikes again. But how far is he willing to go this time? From the twist comes a violent mind-bending new series that picks up from the cataclysmic end of the Joker and follows the mayhem across the United States. With the crown, clown prince of crime setting out his most bizarre caper yet, will a fan favorite vigilante be able to prevent certain tragedy? Or is he in on the joke? Oh. Uh, and the backup, Joker... Oh, there's a backup story. Joker's got a hot date. Bam. Bam. All right. Uh, so the B cover is phenomenal. It, I mean, it's Libra Mayho just being Libra Mayho. Uh, I like the David Nakayama the C cover there, but they wasted an opportunity with making it a negative variant. All they had to do is take out the black line work, and that would have been the coolest fucking negative variant ever. Maybe not ever. Top top two and a half, though, for sure. The one in 25, though. Francesco Mattina. This, uh, yes, it's dark and shadowed and very DC, but this cover is amazing. I have never seen the Joker look like this. I mean, with this whole like burlap bag over the head type of situation. It's sweet, man. It really is. 25 copies to get it, though. Oof. Oof. And then there's a 1 in 50 Ben Oliver that is, I don't want to say equally as badass, but also incredibly badass, man. Ah. Like, 
it inspires me to want to fucking put in the effort to learn how to be good at art. Seriously. Like this, ugh, this shit's inspiring. Uh, there's a one in 100 as well. Um, Haining on the one in 100. And it's not nearly as awesome, but yeah. Uh, Monkey Prince number seven looks like throwing down with Aquaman there. A couple covers there, including a one in 25. Uh, Multiversity Teen Justice number five. A uh, few covers there. I don't know who that is on the B cover, but I also don't know. Is that Crush? I mean, I don't think it's Crush. It's like if Crush and Raven had a baby. But that, that's not possible. Uh, sweet covers, though. Sweet covers. I just don't know who it is. Oh, shit. Is that The Rock? That's The Rock as Black Adam on the C cover. Oh, it's fucking Libra Mayho. God damn. Black Adam versus Hawkman. That, oh, it's the movie cardstock. Okay, I was going to say, because that is that's clearly The Rock. That is awesome. Very good. Very good. Uh, Poison Ivy number five. Is there ever a bad Poison Ivy cover? I mean, come on. I even bought a Momoko Poison Ivy cover because, I mean, I sold it a little while later. because, But I bought it because it was Poison Ivy. <laughs> that mushroom hat is dope. Oh, that is so fucking cool, man. Stepan Sajik, I think, is the artist there. And he gets the one in 50 foil. Mm. Shiny, shiny. Whoa. How come this is this wasn't on the diamond? From Oni Press, Rick and Morty 100. All right. All right. Lots of covers there. Apparently between all the... Maybe between all of the series, mini series and stuff they've done now, they've got up to 100. I thought it ended at 56. So that could be right. I don't know. Uh, what is this from Scout Comics? This wasn't... Okay, whatever. Different times. Uh, Road Trip to Hell, number one. Nicole D'Andrea. Monica Makanani. Makagni. I don't know. Francis Rhodes has had a life full of hardship, but things get even worse when he learns that his father is Satan himself. Done. Sign me the fuck up. I'm into it. Even though the art looks kind of goofy. Oh, that's just the cover artist. Never mind. Yeah, I dig it. Oh, that beat cover. It's like a tarot card. Son of a bitch. Road trip to hell. I'm into it. Uh, Rogues number four out this week from DC. This is a black label. Oh, shit. Is that? Oh, that. F oh, okay. I think I think DC's doing this thing now where they're homaging the breaking of the bat cover on a lot of stuff. But this Kara Andrews, mm, that's a good one. It's a good one. Gorilla City Blues is what it's called, apparently. The, this issue from Rogues. Um, da, da, da. Oh, there's a Superman number one facsimile edition. Definitely pick that up. I mean, because, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you want to read it, right? I don't know many people with a Superman number one. 
I like a facsimile. Uh, Sword of Azrael, number three, due to be ordered by Sunday. By Sunday. And is, are we wrapping up here? Is this it? I think that's it. Sword of Azrael, number three. Not wrap. Nope, nope. Uh, Wonder Woman, Historia of the Amazons, number three. So a black label book. And it looks like they're doing the faux leather 1 in 25 library edition as well on that. So get all excited about that. Those are your FOCs this week. Uh, if you don't pre-order your books, then the printer doesn't make them. So that means the only way you're getting that book is if the shop decides they're going to order extra, even more than they ordered for the people that pre-ordered. Now, I know you may be thinking, well, it's pretty regular. Sure, it is. But they don't always order, an, let's say a book gets hot, and they only order an extra five or six for the shelf, and you're number seven. Do you see how the math adds up? You know? Mm. Yeah. Not in your favor, buddy. It's not. So my point is, pre-order your freaking books, man. Seriously. It's 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 good for everybody. It takes a huge load off of the creators when they get those initial pre-order numbers. You know, see how much money they're going to make. No one likes to... You see what? Because the second printing, those the, the paycheck sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure they all love the pay. I'm fucking rambling here. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, um, well, shout out to Aquila here, and we'll uh, we'll move into what's coming out next week. I'm not gonna go over everything, just the stuff that uh, you know, spec worthy. Because more than like, well, maybe not at this point, because I just started doing the podcast again. I don't know. Maybe I'll go over more than usual just for the next couple of weeks, just because I, ha I haven't talked about anything on the pre-orders recently. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's, let's, since we're here, we'll just talk about the DC stuff coming out this week. And get all situated here. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. All right. Um, <laughs> let's just go over the DC stuff. Batman 127. See, there's the number we're at. 127. I'm um, not sure anything's happening in this one, but definitely get on, get on that. Uh, Batman Beyond Neil Year, number six, wrapping up there. Guess what? Batman Beyond's coming back, baby, into the DC universe. As far and what I mean by that is, he's getting a fucking series again. No more of these mini serieses. I love the Batman Beyond ongoing, and I felt it unnecessary to cancel it. I was reading it. Shame on you. Uh, Batman Nightwatch number one. I think there was a Batman Day version of this. Maybe it was kind of like a beefed up ash can. If you, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure there's already a Batman Nightwatch. Um... But I do believe a character appeared in this series, so... Yeah. Black Adam, The Justice Society Files of Adam Smasher, number one. Sweet. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earth, number four. Oh, boy. Dark Knights of Steel. 
Oh, it's a one-shot. Tales from the Three Kingdoms. Yeah, boy. Oh, it's them when they're younger, it looks like. I love those covers. Dan Mora is the shit. Uh, Flashpoint Beyond. Five. Two, that's a sweet B cover there. Multiversity Team Justice number four. New Champion of Shazam number two. Poison Ivy number four. Great covers. I feel like that Jenny Frisson's been done before, though. Maybe it's just different flowers, but definitely has been in that same. I'm not saying I'm, I don't like it. I'm just saying it's. she's got a cover that's already really similar to it. So if you missed the first time around, you know what I mean? Uh, Sword of Azrael, number two, out this week, and that is all of the DC. Uh, yeah, so let's close that out. Let's see what's popping off over at Lunar. All right, comics. And honestly, I'm just going to go over the, the big, bigger indie publishers here. Going with the image, we've got Snake Eyes, number three. Bone Orchard, Black Feathers, number one. I remember liking that one. Uh, keep an eye out for that one. Do a Powerbomb, number four. I don't know why my Do a Powerbomb books haven't been coming in. Oh, you know what? I think it, I missed number two. Because I only added number one, or it was only red as number one. I know what the fuck I added, but um, yeah. So I have to track down a number two. I got a number three. Uh, King Spawn number fourteen. Bjorn Barons just being a badass. Last Shadowhawk number one, three D. Oh, I thought we just did Last Shadowhawk, but this is three D for eight dollars. Uh, least we can do number one. I think this one sounded interesting. What was this one? Mysterious magical power arises from a world nearly destroyed by war. A young woman fights for ideas of revolution and to build a new society from the debris. Maybe it's not as interesting as I thought, but I mean, that's an interesting looking cast of characters. It almost looks like the cast of Bitterroot with a couple of white folk thrown in there. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. It's not. It's not. But that just looks like fucking, uh, well, I don't know. I'm telling you, these three right here, they look like they just stole right from right from Bitterroot. What was her name? Mama. I forgot. I, I, I fell off of Bitterroot. I did. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And then I think the second arc started and I was like, oh, not so much anymore. You know, so I think maybe, my, maybe it was the third arc that threw me off. I don't remember. But I know it got to a point where I was like, hmm. No, it's getting kind of preachy now. I don't really see what the end game is here. Uh, Love Everlasting number two coming out this week. What is this, like the 7th or something? The 14th? The 14th is when it comes out. Righteous Thirst for Vengeance number 11. Uh, Seven Sons number four. Oh, and Silver Coin. Who's on Silver Coin this week? Porn Ask. <sighs> Pick a joke. Yeah, that was all wrong. So, yeah, but you know, <laughs> you try that name. Fuck you. Uh, so those are your image books coming out this week. About Dark Horse. We got Castle Full of Blackbirds, number one. Oh, I think I pre-ordered that one. Masquerade, number one. Kevin Smith, baby. Definitely pre-ordered that one. Uh, Overwatch, New Blood. Did not order that one. Uh, IDW. Uh, Dark Space is Wildfire, number three. 
Godzilla vs. the Mighty Muffin Power Rangers number five. Oh, yeah. Just got that in the mail, actually. Got my IDW shipment already this week. Uh, Star Trek Lower Decks number one. Uh, True Cult number two. And, uh, yeah, there you go. So those are your IDW books. Keep a lookout on the shelves if you forgot to pre-order them. Uh, how about Boom? How about Boom? Just Flavor Girls number three. That's all that's coming out from Boom this week. Well, damn. And let's see what Marvel's bringing us. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number nine. Cool. Aranya cover there. Um, AXE Judgment Day number four. Captain Marvel number 41. Daredevil number three. Nice. I was wondering. I was like, am I behind on Daredevil? No. No, there's only two issues out. Uh, Edge of Spider-Verse number three. First appearance of and cover appearance of Night Spider. Yeah. Take it for what you will, but there you go. Oh, Iron Man 23. How about that cover? That is incredible, Alex Ross. Where does he come up with it? Oh, my God, that's good. Uh, Midnight Suns number one coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Who's that on the cover? Oh, that's magic. Damn, magic. Oh, they got Midnight Suns armor. Damn, Spider-Man. That's badass. I must have missed that when I was ordering that. That's fucking sweet. Uh, Miss Marvel and Venom teaming up in this little one one shot there. There's a Momoko variant. Those eyes, man. Jesus Christ. Like a doll's eyes. Uh, Predator number two. Yep. Boy, uh, Savage Avengers number five. Fucking David Pepos. Uh, Spider Punk number five. Aw, it's wrapping up the bands all together there, baby. Is that like a Hulk version? Did I miss the Hulk Punk? Punk Hulk? Did I miss that? I don't remember that issue. I might be behind a couple of issues. Well, shit. We got Bounty Hunters number 27 out this week and Darth Tyrannus. On the Choose Your Destiny variant, I do believe that is his first cover appearance. Uh, Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi wrapping up with the fifth issue there. And was that Bosk? Oh, it's Skier. Skier. Yeah, because he's got a lightsaber. Bosk is on a lightsaber. Light, lightsaber. Saber. Lightsaber. Um, Venom number 10. Oh, yeah, baby. It's going to be Bedlam versus Dylan. We'll see how that goes. X-Men 92, House of 92. Is that House of 92? I don't know. Numeral, Roman numerals, good. Uh, that's the fifth and final issue there. X-Men Red number six. Couple cover, few covers there. And that's going to wrap it up, people. Uh, hey, I appreciate you tuning in. If you checked out the, the live stream, I, I appreciate it. Once again, I think I'm going to do them Thursday evenings. You know, it's it's closer um, to the the final order cutoffs being finalized. So I mean, when I do it early in the week, I get a lot of non-images, images not available, and it's yeah. Um, but it's a lot easier to be excited when I could see the shit. And so I, I think Thursday evenings, eight o'clock Mountain Time, ten o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock 
Pacific. Uh, no. Yeah. I don't know. Nine o'clock. Central. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, yeah. Hey, if you haven't checked out shopcheerstocomics.com, then you're... You know, um, do that. Don't don't be one of those. Hit up shopcheerstocomics.com. Use code podcast to check out. Get yourself some good books at very competitively priced prices. <laughs> and save yourself an additional 10% when using that code podcast. Uh, yeah, man. Help out a small business. Let's let's get this bitch growing, huh? Let's get this bitch growing. Give me, give me a good reason. Give me validate why I took six months off from the podcast. Do that, and you do that by heading over to shopcheerstocomics.com and using that code podcast. Uh, so there you have it, episode three hundred eighty nine in the books. Ah, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I guess I will. No. I command you to stay safe and read responsibly. I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I almost grabbed the salt. Cheers, fuckers. And this is the awkward part where I gotta click and broadcast and take forever. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You just go to podchaser.com. It's, it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the Apocalypse. It's like the Apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you.